Hello everyone, I'm Colin Tess of Wrestling.com and joined by Robert D. Felice tonight to talk about Friday Night Smackdown. Robert, how you doing? I'm doing great, Colin. It's Friday night. You know what that means. It means we're together, which means we're having a little bit of fun. You're darn right about that. We're back this week, everybody. Apologies. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing more GCW coverage these days, so on the shows and Fridays, there's only so much we can do. So unfortunately, on those nights, we are forced to shift things around and take usually a week off here and there but with that we're here tonight on friday night to talk about friday smackdown now unfortunately maybe not the the most eventful show but we're going to try and do our best to have fun with it anyway uh, before we do just want to remind you all this show like everything we do here is available on all of our streaming platforms or it's on called spotify youtube our podcast live maybe we've got you covered now robert smackdown tonight as an initially occurs and comments saying it right away there was no roman reigns and and roman mm -hmm. himself has said without roman uh smackdown is pretty much like raw you know uh in roman's words he said that he said it sucks without him i don't know if i'd go that far but um it's not great it's not great uh this show this review is going to be significantly quicker because there was no roman reigns which means there was no real talking points which actually i take that back because there is a talking point One. And it's one. probably the talking point of the wrestling universe right now, which is former SmackDown superstar Jeff Hardy no longer works for WWE. But I think because of that, we got a fun main event as a give back to the audience. So we'll eventually talk about that. Yet again, one of those shows where, yes, the, the Jeff Hardy news, in this case, the specific incidents, you know, kind of... Uh, Hung, hung over the show granted that was yesterday but still definitely a very sad well i mean he was supposed to compete tonight but i i believe as a give back to the audience they came up with the the main event that was cross-branded it was cross-branded indeed i was just saying we got riddle again now robert this is the third show on a row here that i'm saying this we've we've gotten riddle every single night of this week He's on Raw, obviously, and there was a lot of Riddle on Raw this week, which didn't help matters. Then he was on NXT because he's the Shaman, and now he was on SmackDown for this this cross promotional uh, tag team match here. A little, little, little too much Riddle for, for my liking. Granted, I've, I've said little it before, he's great. Riddle. He's great. He's great in small doses, but when you've got him three, three shows in a row uh, in meaningful ways like this, it's a little much. It's a little much. Riddle, well, riddle me this: if Matt Riddle is a Shaman and nobody's really watching, does any of it matter? I mean, does any of it matter? Because, like, why is Matt Riddle a shaman? Because he's a stoner? Because yes. they're stoners? Robert, that, that's all there like, is to it, man. That, but, like, it. okay, okay, cool. So are they going to be on Monday Night Raw now to uh, learn under the learning tree of their shaman? Is Riddle going to permanently be on NXT 2.0? No. Uh, we know he won't be on SmackDown because they were only here because of the brand-to-brand -brand invitational. Uh, I'm not going to say it was too much Riddle. But this does hammer home my point of merge the brands. They merge the shows. They We don't need two separate sets of tag team champions to lose to the team that aren't <laughs> right. tag team champions. We don't need... Uh, we, honestly, we don't need Randy and Riddle as a tag team. This is a long, drawn-out story that's going to lead to them fighting at WrestleMania. You know it, and I know it. It's just a matter of, God, I hope the match is good when we get there. I, I've got nothing to say here because like the match is good, 
but matches are always, always are. good. Yeah. Matches are always good. We have long since passed the era of, oh man, wow, we got a good match tonight between CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. This is crazy. What a what a wild era we're living in. We got a good match on TV. We've been past that era for like seven years now. Everything we get is good. Give me something else. And right now, it just feels like we're spinning our wheels. That was definitely what I thought tonight, uh, just in general. And I'll show you more about why here in a minute. But DJ saying, as you said, Robert, riddle him this. Uh, Riddle's the man. We need more riddle. Riddle on every show. Uh, You're you're certainly entitled to that opinion. If uh, we got riddle every single show, I might lose my mind more more than I already am. But um... Riddle is best in small doses. I think with Riddle, you want the contact high. You don't want to be high (laughs) every day of the week because then you're just going to be a burned out louse and nobody wants that. You just want the fun contact high. And see, I guess to to go off of that, you know, if 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 you're getting that high, the more you get of it, in a way, like it's this yeah, bad the, cycle. The you need, you need more of it to get satisfied. To get high. Yeah, so it's like a bad, bad vicious cycle. We don't, nobody wants that, it. man. Just keep it, keep it contained. You know, one once a week, get that that nice high once, maybe twice on a page. And there was day. a lot of riddle on Raw too. Like riddle. That's what I'm saying. Was like Everywhere. commentator for yep. like two segments. He's in backstage segments. I did pop at the end when uh, Alpha beats him up and he goes, I'm a journalist. I did think that was funny. Riddle is good. Randy is the best wrestler, maybe the best WWE wrestler of all time. There's a, That's a big uh, gap, but there's certainly an argument to be made for Randy Orton. I think the Usos are fantastic. I think New Day is legitimately the best tag team to ever come under the WWE umbrella. It doesn't mean that I'm just going to accept this random hodgepodge of a match. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of matches tonight. Oh yeah, it's a great match. No, no, there's there's no question about that. But it's like, does it matter? Like X one. All right, cool. The new day, new day one. Now that kind of makes sense because now they can say, hey, we beat both the tag team champions, so now we're, we're going to go on to the pay per view with a very valid claim at, be, at, at winning there and, and being better than the Usos. But otherwise. Match after match after match, it's like, is anyone is this really gonna matter next week? Well, I felt very much like the whole show is kind of stalling. Les, the one thing is, you, uh, you mentioned the Jeff Hardy news earlier. For me, the one ma- major talk point coming out of the show, ma- one and a half really. Uh, the one was was Brock Lesnar being on the show, uh, uh, threatening or or offering maybe to to take Sami Zayn to his farm and to help and to go moose hunting with him, and uh, as a way as a way to resolve their conflict peacefully. Uh, where after Sammy had threatened to sue Brock and everybody for Brock did last week, I thought this was a pretty fun opener, um, especially on a, on a Roman free show. And that's just thing; it was fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. And Brock, Brock later on was talking about explicitly how he how he skinned and ate a moose named after Adam Pierce. Pretty good stuff, you know. I thought this was probably farm one man Brock Lesnar talking about skinning moose with. A, a Verizon, the, the phone said Verizon on it, even though he said it was a quick uh, cricket wireless <laughs> flip phone. Brock Lesnar, I believe that's legitimately Brock Lesnar's phone. I, I don't think Brock Lesnar has a smartphone. I, I do believe that Brock Lesnar has a flip phone that he keeps pictures of the moose that he skins because that seems like the most Brock Lesnar thing ever. But it, yeah, I don't. Brock's I, living his best life. It's great. Brock is living his best life. And at this point, 
I'm going to scare all of us here collectively. Brock Lesnar has been back in WWE for 10 years. It will be 10 years this coming April. So after he does whatever he does at WrestleMania 38, it will have been 10 years since Brock Lesnar returned. He's done everything he can do as the conqueror, the beast. Now he's just having fun because why wouldn't you? It's great. And, and, and we're seeing my very different layers to Lesnar. Obviously, I myself, especially, but I imagine many people got used to seeing him as the beast, the guy that never spoke, the guy that was just spoken for uh, by, by Paul Heyman. And in this run, especially speaking for himself, doing more comedy segments, which he did once upon a time. But this was definitely a, a return to uh, Brock, or this has, this has been Brock like, as a as, as his own man. He's like speaking for himself, doing his own thing. Uh, while still kind of, or maybe not kind of, but here and there explicitly hinting that uh, the day very well may come when uh, he and Paul Heyman do reunite. Because that's kind of what we were uh, hinting at tonight when, when Heyman uh, very, very, uh, very nicely said that he felt like he was taking, he had taken an edible after uh, he, Brock invited Sami Zayn to go to his farm with him. Because he said, you know, two years ago, you would have suplexed this man out of his shoes. And now, and now here you are. Uh, Offering to go hunting with him at your remote farm in Saskatchewan, um, so I feel like that, especially right there, made me think like we're we're soon going to, or if not soon, sooner rather than later. I feel like Paul and Brock will reunite somehow, and I, and I, 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 I think so. I, I look forward to that day. I think they're great together. As much as I've enjoyed Brock doing this, maybe when they're back together, we can get a nice compromise. Maybe Brock still throwing in some some farming references, doing this. He was wearing overalls tonight. You know this this. Brock Lesnar and uh, Hobbs, powerhouse Hobbs, are going to bring back the overalls. I'm here for it. Brock Lesnar and overalls, I think, is something we need to see more of. I agree. It it was very, very fun. Uh, And then that one, he comes out wearing overalls, you know you're in for a good time. Uh, Some of the last we need to see more of, you said, Robert, or I would hope, Zia Lee. Zia Lee made her debut tonight. Uh, And it was interesting that they they had uh, advertised her debut. They advertised uh, Sonya Deville versus uh, Naomi match, and then they combined these segments. So before the show, a lot of people were, were happy that, oh, we might get three uh, women's matches tonight because there's also Charlotte Flair versus Tony Storm. We'll talk about that in a minute. And then three matches quickly became one because Zaylee helped uh, protect Naomi, as her, as her name, the protector, indicates, uh, from uh, Sonya Deville and her goons, Naomi, oh, sorry, her goons, Natalia and Sh- uh, Shayna Baszler. There you go. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that... Basically, Sony ran away from their match, and we show I love to fight another day. This feud continues. Zaylee is now involved. Good way to bring her into something prominent on SmackDown. But I don't know. I guess I was hoping for a little more here. But cool entrance. You Sony know, like kind of looks like a badass. She is a she's a sports entertainer through and through. She looks great. She can fight. There's a believability to her. She's great at character work. Sonya Deville will be a women's champion at some point in 2022. Zia I got look, all I know is Twitter was like, Did you see this entrance? Zia had this entrance. I mean, people were all about the Zia entrance, and good for her. Yeah, seems like a lot of people were happy about it. Um you know, again, having those those cool effects, I, I thought it was a nice way. Again, those those vignettes where she was very much established like this comic book character, 
well, I mean, all sense in the world, going to have those like superpower esque uh, effects for her entrance. I, I thought it was pretty cool. Made, made her say that like that. And as Hari predicting, we'll get Zayli and Naomi versus Shayna and Sonya next week. Would make sense. You know, I, I like uh, it. Makes sense. Drag it out. What do they got? They've like, already dragged it out so What do they got? Like one episode of SmackDown left? Drag it out. They've got uh, until the new year. Two more. Are, no, are three they, more. Three more. No, they're doing. They're not doing one on New Year's Eve. Oh, you're right. You're. They're not doing one on New Year's Eve. So That's if right. they're doing one on Christmas, then maybe it's two more. But if not, it's just the one. Yeah, you know, maybe that that'd be one way to make the the uh, the New Year's uh, the Christmas Eve one even more fun. DJ saying that he expected Zaylee to be more like Tan Shaw. He was shocked. Well, by... I've been pal. You haven't been watching the programming <laughs> because Tian Shaw doesn't exist. Mei Ying passed her powers on to Boa, who is now completely helpless in his uh, altered state of mind. Uh, Mei Ying is now Wendy Chu. She's sleepy. She sleeps backstage, and she's a sleepy girl. I, I sure, but no, no Tian Sha, none of that anymore. Oh, NXT 2.0, what a time! But uh, well, something else. Someone else had a bad time tonight. Was Tony Storm had a champion, champion, championship contender match with Charlotte Flair. This was probably not what anybody was hoping for. You know, we had we had a we had a Monday Night Raw, which really helped solidify Liv Morgan as a, a new top star. Even though she lost to Becky Lynch, uh, definitely a star turning performance for her. I think a lot of people, myself included, were, were hoping for uh, more of the same for, for Tony Storm here to help really kind have of. Have you not her... been watching the show, pal? She's throwing pies <laughs> as if she's Bugs Bunny. She's just throwing pies at people. I mean, look, the holidays are here. It's a great time to try to sell some pie. But, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know, man. It's, it, it ain't it. I will tell you that much. Like, I just, the pies, took like two weeks in a row of the pies. And now this week we got a championship contender match. And Tony lost. Like, you, you can usually, you can kind of say, all right, they'll have the challenger get get the win, some screwy way, then they'll get then they get a title match. No. Actually, no, I guess sorry, it's fine. She won by DQ, so she'll probably get a title match. I don't have any confidence she's gonna win that. Cause this she just got beaten the crap out of here. Um I don't know. I I, I thought, you know, maybe they could have had her get get one up on Charlotte after the match, but but having Charlotte just beat her down so decisively, um wasn't the best look Eddie's saying or predicting you know Charlotte versus Tony at uh, day one uh should be a longer match should be a good match who does she fight at WrestleMania let's skip ahead to WrestleMania for Charlotte Flair who's she fighting Sasha you think so you think only option saying? at this point man you That's think it. we just keep it simple I don't I look at that roster um I don't see them turning Shotzi Blackheart back face for that that's it. I, I what about Shayna? I could see Shayna if they do it like an expedited thing where she kind of turns on Sonya and, and, and then you do you know, so then people kind of rally around her because she's a cool badass. I can see something like that. N Nesha wondering, probably a seemingly related note, uh, when's Bailey gonna return? Not quite sure on that one. Until I until I don't see it, I'm saying Bailey wins the rumble. If I'm, not I Bailey, really, I, mean, I think Sasha needs to because yeah. it's just there are certain people who I think should very much win everything. And Sasha's got 
two more things to win, and it's this, and it's the money in the bank. So I think Sasha should win the Royal Rumble. But I had to ask that question about uh, Charlotte and WrestleMania because she's one of the big stars. But I don't see anybody that it's like, oh, there's your main event. Naomi could be, and it could get a lot of people rallied around. But here's my issue with the Naomi thing. It's not Kofi in the sense of he's never won the belt. Naomi's won the belt twice. Yeah. It's not, you know, E in the sense of, again, or Lashley in the sense of, again, never won the belt, never done it. It's not, you know, a Becky where it's like, oh, my God, and she's the biggest star of all time, climbing back to the mountaintop. It's a great story, and it falls in line with WWE's current marketing of – Let's give people moments. But what do you do after the, the Friday after yeah. Naomi wins the belt? So I think Sasha versus Charlotte is safe. But if I had a gun to my head right now, I think Shane Baszler's finally, finally winning a woman's title at WrestleMania uh, 38. I like to see that. I, I've been very clear over on the Raw side of things, and now that she's on SmackDown for months and months and months, I think the Shane is very talented. I always wanted to see more, like better for her. She just was lost in the shuffle and or in a unfortunate tag team just for a long time. Granted, they they won the titles twice, but just it felt like it wasn't going anywhere. Dragged on way too long, and even when they finally did split, granted, now yeah, she had a good run in the the Queen's Crown, um, and now she's doing a little better here. But um, I, I hope so. I may, yeah, I got it. It's December now. Uh, I think maybe next month, February, early February, maybe she kind of turns. We're going to need to start knowing soon. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, I agree. And, and kind of similarly, um, if, if is a thing where Bailey's available, maybe we'll hear an update soon. But as far as we know, that's, you know, as Eddie pointing out, is she does have a, she did tear ACL, so that's hard to come back from in time. That was only in July. Granted, yeah, we talked about tell, it before. John Cena can come back from anything say. in four months. Okay? Right. I don't want to hear it. I heard, oh, pictorial injury, nine months. It was, it took three and a half, and this man won the Royal Rumble. So Granted, he did get injured again that August because yeah. he came back too quickly. But the point is, he did it. This is true. Uh, if SmackDown want, like isn't confident in, in some of these options, you know, Eddie Zahari mentioning over on the Raw side, you got Liv Morgan, uh, a newly made you know fan favorite star here uh, over on Raw. She could win the Rumble and then choose to challenge Charlotte Flair or whoever the SmackDown Women's Champion is. And that's possible, but I think it's going to make more sense, ironically, to do the same thing and just have her face Becky and have that be uh, the, the culmination there. But you know, may, maybe. We've talked about it before, I think, on the Raw side of things. So maybe maybe if they want to do Bianca again, even though I, I don't think anybody wants to see that right now. So, all right, all right. Here's a cheap plug. Uh, I was just recently on the WrestleZone hot tag with a great cast of journalists. Dominic D'Angelo hosted. It was myself, John Alba, Kate Hensler, and Connor Casey. John Alba hit the nail on the head, and he said, Bianca Belair, we're going to look back at SummerSlam and know... That was the moment they dropped the ball and she never got back to where she was. And I agree with him. So I don't think it's Bianca. It just feels like they might try and run it back. Uh, but that's unfortunately sounds scarily accurate. Like it's like, you know, that that at the time, I think a lot of people, myself included, thought that was a 
a misstep and, and that might kind of uh prove to be true you know sooner and later that that was kind of the beginning of of if not the end just kind of as you said the way they they dropped the ball so unfortunate to say the least hopefully that's not true hopefully we can we can hope for better but uh yeah what 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 Okay, and if you're wondering why I'm laughing, it's because I got Rampage on and Taz just started singing, and it, it gets me every time. Taz is great. Look, I, I think the SmackDown division has a long way to go, and here's the truth. WrestleMania, thir- what was it, 32? And it, that, that's the one in Dallas, right? Yeah. At 32, they were like, oh, we're going to sell out 105,000, 106,000. I think this year... They're just like, we got Roman. I don't know what else we got. I bet you they're biting their nails going, I don't know what the hell we're going to do for two nights because we got Roman and that's all we got. Because where's Bray Wyatt? They ain't got him. Maybe John, maybe John Cena. Maybe John Cena. Goldberg. Uh, Goldberg, maybe. But what do you do with Goldberg? Are you really? Oh, come the Dallas, Texas, and see Goldberg. By the way, it's been like five or six years since he came back. That luster is definitely all the way off. I, the reason I'm jumping ahead to Mania here is quite frankly because tonight's episode of SmackDown sucked. There was nothing there. But you had to start looking ahead and thinking, what are we doing at Mania? What are we doing for something like Roman Reigns? Because the, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter said, well... It's probably Roman and Brock, and I got news for you, pal. I don't want to see Roman and Brock. Was it six years after their first one? You're gonna tell me six years later, this is the best you got? Still, this is the best you've got? Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar still? Anybody else? God, let Braun Breaker run through the Royal Rumble. Like... Anybody uh, else? Give me something new. Give me anything new. I, I, I am pleading. Because here's the other fact: they're really not trying to have Roman and McIntyre touch. Do they think that that is 100,000 people worthy? Look, I think Drew McIntyre is fantastic. My money says it's going to be a triple threat with all three of them because McIntyre is going to go. Hey, Brock, I beat you in five minutes and you haven't done shit about it. And Brock's going to go, okay, I'll just run right through your WrestleMania. And then I think probably Roman Reigns walks out another year's champion and then loses it to The Rock. But even then, it's like, are we really jumping ahead a year to The Rock? Why am I going on about this? It's because it's it's maddening. Like, there used to be clear-cut ideas of like, oh, man, here comes WrestleMania you know, 26, it's going to be Michaels and Taker, and it's going to be Jericho and Edge. Now you're like, what are we doing? I don't know. I don't know, man. One th- I'm not sure saying you're raining on the Mania Parade. We're not raining on the parade. I'm raining on the parade. The parade is raining on itself. I'm trying to get the parade back on track, and you've got the wind and the turbulence just blowing all the balloons everywhere. Well, one thing that could that could save the parade uh, – in theory, you know, I'm not even an off-the-wall idea here, but obviously John and I talked about on the Raw side of things, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley under the same umbrella here now. They're they're in the company at the same time. Oh my Feels... god, they need to they need to do that match. It's like the one thing they've got at this point. The one thing you've mentioned, uh, among others, that like 
And I avoid what title on the SmackDown show. That would, that would seemingly help Raw, where Lashley could win the title there. Brock goes over because he is a free agent, mind you. So then Brock might leave SmackDown, leaving SmackDown in uh, in, a, in an unfortunate state. Um, if but they, overall, if, that might help if Lashley. If they don't have that penciled in, then they just don't care. I'm going to say this right now. If you don't see it at WrestleMania 38, you're never going to see Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley touch. Ever. It will Wonderful. never happen. You need to get it done. This is this is almost Sting and Taker level of just do it. Do it. You're not going to have much of a window to do it. You need to do it. They need to get this done. I, it's time. And, I mean, honestly, that's about all I have to say about SmackDown. Not a lot of it was about SmackDown because, well, oh, by the way, Nakamura is here. He's still an Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, they like this, match, this, this match was as as DJ was saying. He says it was the worst one of the night. I would say it was a very nothing match. It was very quick. Uh, he says, of... "Let's let's be clear." He says he felt like he was watching a divas match, and I think that that's like it was wrong then for the women, and it's wrong for any athlete today. Like it's wrong to just be like, "Are right, you going to go out there for three minutes?" Do I want to see twenty minute matches from everybody? No, but I have a plan. What are you doing with Los Lotharios and Boogs and Nakamura? Why are we still here? Why hasn't Sheamus run through Nakamura and been given the Intercontinental title so he can complete the Grand Slam of all right. time thing right. he's trying to do? Maybe they're saving that for Mania. Again, I keep jumping to Mania because you got to tell me, what are we doing? What are we doing here, Colin? Like, I want Los Lotharios to win the tag titles. Truth be told, it doesn't matter because the tag titles don't mean anything. Because, by the way, I don't know if I mentioned this, they lost both sets of tag champions, lost to a tag team that uh, aren't the even the champions. Now, granted, New Day is at like LOD level of over, but it, come on. I just, I mean, like I said, at least it makes some sense that. They can kind of take that and be like, oh, you know, we beat you and now we're going to challenge you. Because that match is official for day one. So now it makes some sense. Not a whole much, not a whole lot else to, to really dig into. Drew McIntyre is waving around a sword. Oh, Slice, yes. He slices uh... it through Adam Pierce's death. DJ saying, well, was Adam Pierce's death made out of a cracker? It was like, like paper thin. And, and to make matters worse, Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss stole the desk and the sword, pretty clearly indicating we're going to get yet another. Uh, so Matt, Drew McIntyre is in like Roman Reigns 2020 territory of exactly. like he'll fight. He's the he's the good guy who will fight Corbin because Corbin needs to be beaten up all the time. Uh, it's a holding pattern, right? Like it's it's fine. Yeah. Drew and Sheamus kicked all kinds of ass because they're did, good. Probably it didn't matter. Yeah. Didn't matter. And the, the, that's I, I've talked and now for 27 minutes I wanted to be done with this seven minutes ago. <laughs> I like I, look, I care about wrestling. If you've been watching me do any of these kinds of shows at any point in time, you know that I love wrestling probably way too much. I just want the shows that I'm watching to mean something. And right now they don't. No. And what else can you say? Like Match quality, I give SmackDown like a seven tonight. Importance, I give it like a two. You know, like let's be fair, nothing is going on here. Hard to disagree. 
Uh, you know, especially again, no Roman, uh, uh, some technical progression for, for Brock's storyline there. I building up without Roman for day one as best they could. Roman will be back next week uh, to, to, to confront Brock, to, to deal with Brock, to, to, to respond to Paul Heyman's ongoing uh, uncertain, uncertainty with his loyalty, whatever about that. Necessarily, I'm sad about Roman. I am sad about Rowan. I'm, I'm also tired. It is. It has been. A it's long been. Week. A, it's been quite a week, right? Like, you know, I I had several interviews. I I've been burning the candle at both ends, trying to pump out as much content as I can ahead of Ring of Honor final bow tomorrow. Oh, so that's. If I'm a little down today. I apologize, but Ring of down, Honor. Let's back down, man. He because this is this is the money for tomorrow. Ring of Honor's final battle, the end of an era. It is their final show for at least six months. You do a phenomenal job promoting all Ring of Honor events, even before this terrible news. I've often said that you were the one guy in wrestling media really hammering home the Ring of Honor thing, flying the flag, if you will. I am sad to see it go this way. I hope in its place a new promotion can rise with the same spirit. I, I feel terrible that the world title match got all screwed up because of COVID. Because, yes, folks, we are still dealing with COVID in the world of wrestling media. Uh, it's it's a bummer, but I hope you at least watch the show tomorrow and you have a good time with it. Oh, I will. I'm, I'm, I'm covering it. It's my job to do so one, one more time. Uh, Nesha, I want to thank you for your kind words. Uh, I, I do try to do whatever I can here, obviously. like Again, I had several interviews trying to pump those out. Uh, sometimes for some of the multiple pieces, I interviewed Shane Taylor Promotions. I got you know one one article for uh, for the Shane Taylor Promotions team match, and one one for Shane Taylor himself. All all three guys or four guys actually very very talented, amazing individuals. Whole roster, it's incredible. I I will be if I'm sad tomorrow. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm, too, I'm not doing a show tomorrow, so I'll be able to be sad by myself. But that's uh, gonna be a rough one, um, you know. But no, like I. You know, I'm a Ring of Honor fan through and through, and here I am on the SmackDown show because we love the wrestling, and it's going to be a good show. Yeah, you know? and like, look, I I wanted to put over the fact that you do work your ass off, and it's it's been a hell of a week, and it will continue to be a hell of a week as we barrel towards what is the busiest time of year, January, which is going to just knock us all on our butts the first eight days. And then we'll get to Royal Rumble season, and we'll all be able to talk a little bit more openly and comfortably about WrestleMania. But for now, that was SmackDown. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not to hammer on it. I'm just I'm looking forward to next week. This one's been uh, a long one. Uh, I did again, I think four interviews in a 24 hour span, and then I was writing them up and getting them out. And by I was Tuesday and Wednesday. By Wednesday morning, I it was like three nights in a row of just staying up to like 2 a.m. And you could just see my eyes. Like I've got bags under my eyes. I am pumping coffee in my veins, trying, trying to keep on, to keep on going here. So I'm going to look forward to next week, hoping for more, for, hoping for better for, from the WWE side of things here. But, you know, again, if you're, if you're, if you're ring on it, if you're a ring on a fan, if you're a wrestling fan, highly recommend you tune in tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be a very special show. Uh, I myself got a little, a little, a little suckered in. I thought they were going to get Brian Danielson for it or something oh. crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, you know. I got suckered in yeah. as well because 
then you know Tony Khan gets on busted open. And he's like, "Oh, I love helping promotions. I'm gonna send some help their way." I'm thinking, "Well, good golly, they've got the Young Bucks, they've got Cole, they've got Cody, they've got Punk, Brian, Neb. Yes, Jay Lethal absolutely should be at this event. But man, I got thinking about Brian Danielson and John Gresham and. I, I I pictured in my mind, you know, the Gresham's in the ring for the main event. Crowd's quiet. And the final countdown hits. And the place goes crazy. And I, 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 I just, I honed in on that idea. And I was like, oh my gosh, that will just be so good. And and Jay, it's going to be a great match. It's going to be a great show. But, uh, you know, that would have been something. But I'll be covering it. If you don't, if you don't tune in, uh, make sure to tune in for my coverage of it. I'll probably, I'll probably do a, a post show for it. Uh, maybe Sunday. I'll have, a, I'll have a post show editorial for it Sunday. I'll have a preview going up tomorrow. If you want to check that out, all the coverage, more interviews going up tomorrow, all, all these things and more. Uh, Nesha had said a minute ago, looking forward to January, the most wonderful time of the year. Hey, we are currently maybe in the not wrestling world. We're currently in the most wonderful time of the year. Hope you're all enjoying the holiday season, but yes, January will be fun in the wrestling world. And otherwise, no, other other uh, you know rough stuff as a WWE fan. John Gargano officially leaving. Cal Riley officially on the open market. These are these are tough times, but obviously hope for the best for the individuals. They're going to go off and do great things. Mm-hmm. Whatever they make, they're going to be fine. Yeah. So yeah. They, they left of their own accord. That's not they they did not get released. They chose okay. to leave. They bet on themselves. They're going to be just fine. There's a so. show called Winter is Coming next week. I don't know if you know that, but like they can easily show up on that show with no problems. So kudos go. to those guys. Lots look forward to here. We'll be back here uh, the upcoming week and beyond. Uh, we'll be uh, John and I are here on, on Mondays for Raw and NXT. The two Diamond Dudes on the Rampage, Marcus and Diamond to cover all things AEW. Unfortunately, as I said earlier, I'll be doing GCW coverage next Friday, so we might have to take another week uh, gap here. But we'll keep on pressing on, covering the world of wrestling as best we can. We appreciate your all your support so much, so 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 much. Make sure to leave a like, subscribe on all of our platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify. You do about podcasts, whatever it may be. We've got you covered. Now, Robert, we try to do one thing above all others, whether whether it's a, a good episode of SmackDown, bad episode of Raw, a sad Ring of Honor show, whatever it might be. Try to do one thing above all others. Okay, tell me what that is. It's not sleep, Colin. It's no, it's no it ain't. <laughs> enjoy <laughs> wrestling. No. Oh, yeah. We try to enjoy the wrestling. And with that being said, everybody, we appreciate your support. Have a good night. And tune in next time. Thank you so much.